Okay, I'm not playing around today. This episode right here, this is the one you don't want to miss. This is the one you're going to need. This is the one you may need to replay over and over because if you're anything like me, the thoughts that run through my mind sometimes are absolutely insane. And before we go any further, I want to share with you something incredibly personal to me. I created the Build Your Bible Time program to help you take the first step in this journey with God. After years in my relationship with God, growing, traveling, serving, earning a degree in all things Bible, and working for a church full-time, it wasn't until five years ago that I ultimately made the decision and took the first step for me. That's when I finally decided to actually open my Bible at home and read it every day. And from that first step, my own growth and life has bounded forward. The Build Your Bible Time program is the most foundational program to take you from questions and insecurity to confidently spending time with God in His Word every day. And enrollment is open now. You can head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com for all the details. So, are you with me today? Does your mind wander and get so lost sometimes that it requires all your attention to get it back home? Well, it's time to get things in order. And by the end of this episode, you will have the truth and strategies to tell those lies in your mind to just kick rocks. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. Okay, seriously, y'all, this is one of those topics that throughout the last year I have been so passionate about and have really found victory in my own life, and I desire that same victory for you too. I'm talking about elevating your mind, checking your mindset. There are thoughts that we battle every day in our minds. These thoughts that often rule not just in our minds, but then overflow into our actions or even worse, our inaction. I want you to bring it up right now. If it's an insecurity, if it's an anxiety-driven scenario, if it's a lack of confidence, if it's a disqualification, if it's a, a loss that you haven't been able to get over and find victory, or if it's a fear, I want it in your mind right now. Do you have it? Okay. You know what? Let me, let me just do this. Holy Spirit, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that this specific thought, this debilitating thought, this defeating thought, that within the next 20 minutes, this thought will know it has no place here. This lie will be seen for what it is. This lie will be defeated. And this thought will be overcome by the truth of God's word. Amen. Y'all, I told you I am not playing around with this one. You know your mind is powerful. You know your mind controls a lot of, if not all of the actions you take or don't take, the words you speak or don't speak. You know how people say, oh, it's just all in your mind? Well, yes, that's where it starts. So does the thought, whether positive or negative, whether creative or destructive. Does it stay in your mind, though, or does it manifest into your life? 
Look, God created us so uniquely. I mean, think about the intricacies of just your mouth, being able to speak and make different sounds just by pursing your lips or shifting your tongue a different direction. Truthfully, I don't know if I've ever even really thought about that minor yet major detail of our bodies until this very moment, but that's incredible. But our minds, our brains, the function of that organ and that command center of our bodies, that right there is like mind-blowing. So let's get right into this chat all about mindset. As I was taking a mini road trip with a friend the other day, we got to talking about bullying. She asked if I had ever been bullied or if it was a common thing in school when I was growing up. Our discussion turned to the sad reality that there definitely was bullying happening, but we also recognized that people didn't speak out as much or have the support like they do now. Also, social media wasn't around yet, so cyberbullying wasn't really that prominent either. Anyway, I shared with her the story of the first time I can remember being bullied. Honestly, it may have been one of the only times I remember being in a situation and it still sticks with me today. I was in fifth grade, walking home from school with my friend Sarah and we stopped at the park close to our houses like we did most days to hit the swings for a while. There was a boy from our school there. I won't name his name, although I do remember it first and last. (laughs) I don't know what his issue was with me, but somehow the conversation as 10-year-olds turned to him calling me a boy repeatedly and over and over not believing that I was a girl. For clarity, I was a huge tomboy and didn't care one bit about it. I played on mostly boys sports teams for hockey and baseball. I held my own winning MVP trophies. I just wanted to play sports and there weren't always options for girls yet. I had short hair. I even went as far as shaving lightning bolts in the side of my head and my hockey number into the back. Hello, 80s. (laughs) So whether this boy was upset that I probably crushed him with a dodgeball at recess earlier in the day, or whether he was picking on me because he had a crush on me, I still remember that feeling of adamantly saying, you're a liar and it's not true. I didn't cry. I didn't even really fight back. I just remember feeling so caught off guard. Like, I knew the truth, but having someone else yell a lie and try to get other kids to believe it and be on his side and try to make me feel so small, so different, so singled out, so defeated, it was horrible. But he didn't actually do anything to me. There was no actual fight. I wasn't physically harmed. As a kid growing up when I did, I think it was one of those sticks and stones situations. We went on to junior high where he played on the boys' sports teams, I played on the girls' sports teams, and I wouldn't say we were friends, but we weren't enemies of any standard either. Life just kind of went on. We went our separate ways in a small town. I've worked hard and accomplished a lot in my life and grew my hair out, (laughs) and I don't have a clue what he's up to, so there's that. Now hear my heart. I do not ever want to downplay or disregard bullying in society and the impact it has on people, the dangerous impact it causes, the harm physically and mentally, and the pain. Right now, I want you to think about who the biggest bully in your life has been. Who the biggest liar has been. Do you have it? Let me clear it up for you. As a Christian, as a believer in Christ, Satan is that bully. He will try any and everything to get you to believe what he says about you. He will lie and deceive. 
He will repeat and replay words and scenarios that God has already turned around in your life and already used for your good and his glory. If you know me at all, you know I am over here right now chucking up the deuces and saying, bye, Satan. Like I said, this year, I have become so passionate about the thoughts in my mind, about conquering these lies right from the jump before they get rooted and start to affect my actions. I am a stand for this with women I help and with friends in my life too. I will not allow Satan to come in and wreak havoc in your mind if I have anything to say about it. I refuse. A couple months back, I was reading my Bible, just my routine, intentional morning time with God. I was reading through the book of 1 Samuel and approached chapter 17. This is the chapter where the headline reads, David and Goliath. Now, here's where I could insert so many Bible time tips and strategies and personal preferences for what has helped me grow in my relationship with God, but I'll keep it to just one. Like the fact that the Bible I choose to read every morning, that Bible has no underlining and no highlighting in it. That Bible right there, I do not write in. Now, don't get me wrong. I have Bibles that are completely tatted up, underlining, highlighting, notes, arrows, doodles, all the things. But for me, I purposely choose to read one every morning that has none of that. Why? Because for my mind, I pray for God to show me something fresh every day. And thinking back to when I was a student back in the day, If I had something highlighted or made notes in my textbook or notebook, that's right where my eyes went. That's what I focused on, and I didn't forget that. I would go straight to what was most important, and I would know that for the test. But the Bible, God's Word, it's alive. It's active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. The Bible is the one book you can read over and over and over and every single time Find a principle and a truth that can apply to your own life today, right now. How do you think you can go to church or read a devotional and think, wow, they are speaking right to me? Um, yeah, because God's word, it's alive. It's not outdated. It's not irrelevant. It's God's word and it's real. So like chill on all the horoscopes and thinking they tell you about who you are and how you're feeling and just head into the Bible. Trust me. Okay, so anyway, back to David and Goliath. Now, this is one of those childhood Sunday school stories you learn about. There's a Veggie Tales episode. There's children's books. There's YouTube videos. I would guess nearly 90% of kids in a Christian home know about David and Goliath. David, the young shepherd boy, Goliath, the huge enemy giant. David, with courage from the Lord, armed with only the slingshot and some rocks, hurls a stone, smokes Goliath between the eyes, and the giant falls to the ground. Basic Sunday school children's church story. But, as I was reading this chapter a couple months ago, as I was reading it for me that very day and praying for God to show me something fresh, Let me share with you what stood out to me that day. 1 Samuel 17 describes what it was like then. Verse 16 says, For 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion, that's Goliath, strutted in front of the Israel army. Verse 23 and 24 says, Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. 
As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Okay, so, I've always read through this chapter and focused on the victory. Focused on David, the young, seemingly unqualified shepherd boy, being so courageous to stand up against Goliath in the name of the Lord. David pulling out that slingshot and hitting Goliath between the eyes, knocking him down. But not this time. This time I noticed something different. This time I noticed something fresh. This time God helped me read and see exactly what specific truth from this historical story I could apply to my life that very day. And that truth was this. Goliath was all talk. For 40 days, every morning and every evening, Goliath went up on that hillside and taunted the Israelites. He taunted them. Twice a day, he stood there at a distance, just taunting them. And the Israelites, when they saw him, they ran away in fear. Like when they saw him. But Goliath did nothing. He literally did nothing. God's people, the people of Israel, had this huge enemy standing in front of them. And twice a day, this giant of an enemy came out, stood at a distance, and spoke. And from what they saw and what they heard, they ran away in fear. But nothing happened. Goliath didn't do anything. What is causing you to run away in fear right now? What is that thought? that voice, that insecurity, those words, those lies taunting you day and night in your mind. Do you know that this podcast was a thought in my mind nearly two years ago? And not just a thought, but it was an excitement. It was a fire inside me. The name, His Word, My Walk, that was already there. And I only told a couple people because I knew someday it would be the name of something I created for God. But do you know what other thoughts also ravaged my mind for the next almost two years? You can't have a podcast. Nobody will listen. What will you even talk about that people will care to hear? Everybody has a podcast already. It's just going to be a waste of time. You literally could plug in your headphones right now and record an episode. So why haven't you started? Because it's a bad idea. (laughs) Do you really think it matters if it sounds professional or not? If nobody's going to listen? Hear me when I say this. The thoughts, the words, and the taunts of the enemy morning and night were real. And I'm not ashamed now. I finally said yes, and it's here, and you're listening, and that fire inside me is burning bright, and God is getting so much glory through these episodes. But for those months when I delayed, when I questioned, when I teeter-tottered in my mind, I felt shame in those times. I may not have used the word then, but... I was afraid. I heard the taunts of the enemy and I ran away in fear. I delayed because of fear. I shied away because of fear. And I can recognize now, in hindsight of course, that that was the real reason this podcast didn't take flight earlier. But no more. Not only did I conquer the lies in my mind about this podcast, I now see the victory. I see the fruit. I see listeners literally around the world. What? So what will it take for you to get rid of those bullying thoughts in your mind? What will it take for you to first of all realize that the enemy is just all talk, but also that you can actually walk on over to him in the name of the Lord and slay him? The Bible says that David, armed with his shepherd's staff and sling, 
started across the valley to fight Goliath. David took the first step. David had such great confidence in the name of the Lord, he wasn't afraid. And he wasn't going to let this giant of an enemy keep speaking against the Lord and the Lord's people. David wasn't afraid of the taunting. And you know what else? David actually didn't even have anything to say about the other soldiers, which included his brothers, who for all those days never stepped up to the fight. David just did what he had to do in order to slay the giant. And once that giant was slayed, once the enemy was defeated, once the victory was won, David was not the only one who benefited. In reality, things actually got tough for David before they got better, but no matter what, no matter where he was, David continued to serve the Lord, trust the Lord, and fight in the name of the Lord. David was confident. So remember those thoughts I had you bring up at the beginning of this episode? Now what? Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to take that step in order to slay the enemy and all the lies he has been trying to fill your mind with? Are you ready to step out in faith knowing God has your back? You're not enough. You're not qualified enough. You're too old. It will never work out for you. You can't do that. You'll look crazy and there's no way. Lies. All lies and all talk. But the truth is, like, the truth is this. You are more than a conqueror. God qualified you. Age ain't nothing but a number. God is working it out for your good. The world looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart and he is the way. Enough with the what ifs. Enough with the but I don't knows. Those lies from the enemy are what? They are all talk. I'll leave you with this. Do you know what gave David the confidence in the Lord to go and take on this giant that everyone else was afraid of? David remembered and told how the Lord helped him fight off lions and bears while he was protecting his sheep. And because of that, David wasn't afraid of some giant. Honestly, lions and bears. Why would he be afraid of a human? Do you know what eventually silenced all those lies about this podcast not working out and why I shouldn't even start it? I remembered how God came through when I spoke at a conference. I remembered how God used me to start a book club for women that reached different nations. I remembered how God used me as a coach and an athlete to speak, to motivate, to share encouragement with others. He is the same God, right there with you in battle. The enemy will be defeated. It's just a matter of time. So why not recognize that those thoughts and those lies are just all talk? Why not take the first step right now and why not just go on ahead and slay the enemy? Victory is yours in the name of the Lord. Confidently take that step. Do what I wish 10-year-old Kayla would have done at that park. Chuck up the deuces and say it with me. Bye, Satan. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Fit. If you enjoy these episodes, could you do me a favor? Please share them on your social media feed and don't forget to tag me. I'll see you next time.